0: Welcome to the Hormones in Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Vivian Allred, former chronic illness sufferer turned trusted health practitioner. My passion is helping people to identify and address the root causes of their symptoms through my online business, Viva Natural Health. If you're struggling with confusing or stubborn symptoms that just won't go away despite your best efforts, then you're in the right place. If I can heal from a long list of symptoms and conditions including cystic acne, hair loss, severe food reactions, and brain fog, then you can heal too. Stay tuned for weekly episodes that share expert guest interviews, Q&A, and solo episodes that are all intended to help you wherever you're at on your healing journey. The information shared on this podcast is intended for educational purposes only. And it's not designed to replace the advice of your health practitioner. That said, let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have a catchy title that hopefully drew you in, but it's such an interesting subject. Basically, I'm joined by Diane Kayser, who we'll talk about in a minute. but we're discussing how, sh- how shit, she says, the acronym stress, hormone imbalances, infections and toxins are destroying your inner beauty. So for those who aren't familiar with Diane, she is a former pro soccer player turned FDN practitioner and is the founder of Chi Holistic Health Institute, the Parasite Full Moon Challenge and the Warrior Cleanse, which is a three-step solution to cleanse your body, heal your trauma and ignite your purpose. She is the author of Killer Breasts and creator of the Explant Solution, which helps women to beat breast implant illness and after overcoming autoimmune disease herself, Diane produced the Non-Toxic Beauty Summit and 11-part Dying to be Beautiful docuseries with David Ike. So in this episode, we discuss these beauty blockers and promoters, and it might be a lot deeper than you would think. So she discussed a lot of the root cause stuff that I like to talk about. She shares her health journey and struggle with breast implant illness, but also Botox illness, which I didn't actually realize was a thing, but... I learned a lot from that discussion and she also shares how to embrace your natural beauty which in the modern world with diet culture, celebrities, media can be quite difficult and she shares and I relate to this as well that the healthier you become a lot of people tend to get into the spiritual space and they're less interested in following all of the friends and trying to live up to these unrealistic expectations because you just realize what's actually important. So we have a few different discussions, but it's all tied very nicely together. And you'll find all of Diane's links and products and services in the episode show notes as always. So I hope you enjoy this episode with Diane Kayser. Hi, Diane. Welcome to the podcast. It's so good to finally have you on here. Hey, Vivian. Great to be with you and your guests. And I know a little bit about your journey, but I haven't yet heard the full story. So in as much detail as you want to go into, I'm sure it's a long one, but yeah, show how you got to where you are today and why you're interested in some of these areas and why you help people with things like breast implant illness, toxic beauty. Is that something I'm guessing that you experienced personally?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I would uh, normally I did start with referring to, um we just do what we do because we see what we see and what's common and what everybody else is doing around us. Um, but I, am having a bit of a, I would say a vulnerable week month. Um, I, I know a lot of people are going through a lot of very challenging times right now. Um, spiritual battles, if you will, uh, of good and evil forces and, you know, shadow and light and it's really bubbling up to the surface and, and I'm no I'm not exempt to that so you know just because you have an expert on here doesn't mean that that person has become um you know completely um immune mm. to the
0: struggles uh, like detached the per- from the real world
1: yeah right i mean we're, we're because you write a book on something or you know i made several movies on this topic doesn't mean that, um, I've made it and we never, you know, experience hardships. So what I would say is that the, a lot of this for many of us and for the, the, the women, the patients I work with, and I've been doing this for 12 years now as a naturopathic doctor that we, when we're conditioned as a child, it, it determines the, the choices that we make as an adult. Right. So, um, I refer to the mother wound a lot and uh, it's not something that comes up in every conversation. So today I think it's very relevant because I'm seeing so many people going through it. There's a mother wound, there's a father wound. And and what a mother wound really says is that um, as a child, I was not seen, acknowledged, um, heard, uh, accepted, encouraged for who I am and what my unique gifts are. There's a lot of compartmentalizing. There's a lot of um, narcissism. There's a lot of you know ego-based attachments, projections that our parents place on us, and and I th- I always say that there's the greatest shame that any child will face is the unmet lives of the parents. So then those parents project those um, expectations, perfectionism on the child. And this is epidemic. Now this has become widespread. This is as part of what I believe I experienced. And when we're kids, we see the world and we see everything around us and go, "Okay, well, that must be normal. And as a kid, for me, it was um, mother wound was my mother didn't really know how to give me affection. And I think that maybe some of your listeners can hear it too, that um, well, I didn't get that uh, that encouragement from my mother. I, I didn't get that, hey, you're amazing and you're beautiful and you're light just the way that you are. You don't need to amend anything. What most of us saw is our mothers putting masks on, is our mothers enabling, um, playing small, Um not stepping into their greatness, um, infuriating ourselves, pedestalizing, um, to the patriarchy. And I'm not here to be, you know, a feminazi or anything, but I'm just saying, this is, this is what's been going on for a very long time in religion and culture. And so we're just now starting to break out of that. And what we see is, is this, this role that women are supposed to play and all of these different elements of our culture, um, and then we then we see, OK, well, there's the media and there's Barbie. I, I mean, my book, my killer breast book, I start with the whole concept of when I was a kid, I'd break Barbie parts, break her legs off and break <laughs> her arms off. I didn't know what I was doing. But later on in life, I realized that perhaps there was this dark spell being cast on us that we had to fit this mold of thirty six thirty six. 24:36 and double D breasts and moving our hips and certain we get the idea. We're, we're taught at a young age to idealize this mold and it plants these tethers into our mind of toxic treatments and procedures that we need to do in order to be accepted to be loved. Um, to be asked to be married, to be the princess that we see on Disney. I could go on and on and on. I mean, you get the idea. So that everyone, where-
0: every woman listening is like nodding their head.
1: Yeah, it, it's a prison. It's a plastic beauty perfectionism prison. And I'm in a mission to help women get out of it because I'm still in a mission to get out
0: of my own. Wow. And what happened with your own health then? So did you go down that path of... Rust implants and trying to fit this like ideal yep. stereotype
1: yeah what's interesting is that I, I think we all go on this different journey where we get fractionated on who we think we're supposed to be and who we really want to be and that it becomes this dark night of the soul or many, many of them <laughs> it could be many dark <laughs> nights of our soul you know that's a way that we I believe throw ourselves off of the proverbial um fence the the Humpty Dumpty, so to speak, we, we, we hurl ourselves off of this wall and shatter ourselves into millions of pieces and look around and go, who, who cut me, who hurt me, who pushed me off this wall. And really it's ourselves because we're sick and tired of being projecting this perfectionism that we need to be at this pedestal and we we and we had to put masks on and we have to be high up here above everything else and it's this ego compete and compare thing so i believe i threw myself off of that um wall and gave myself away into um i went from being a professional soccer player you know being a badass and um traveling the world and playing pro soccer in germany and um just re- my masculine side, being this masculine external, you know, got to fit in and got to exceed and got to excel and perform. And then I became a bikini competitor and that's where it all went down south. Um, but of course, I found my light that way. So this is where we see a lot of Instagram is a lot of, and it's been happening for a long time. Look at the bodybuilding industry. Look at these big, beautiful, not, I don't think they're beautiful, but perky breasts, double D. Um... Working out two hours a day at the gym, um, eating six meals a day, copious amounts of artificial supplements that were, you know, made by sick cows and, and you know, in these labs with artificial ingredients and um, binders and anything to pump up to be more buff and toned, um, while having this chiseled body to perform on stage to what um, get more likes. That has only progressed, and so I got breast implants in order to compete. And um, from the moment I got them, my soul was sick, and that's when I actually started losing on stage. I went from um, earning the national competitor, uh, competing in in, in California State, and then went um, down into a dark depression when I uh, got eleventh place, and that's when I started really looking into who that who am I if I'm not this performer. If I'm not getting first place on stage, if I'm not getting acknowledgements or sponsorships, what am I? And uh, then I got really sick with breast implant illness. Then I went into Botox and got Botox illness and then almost died and made a movie called Dying to be Beautiful because that was the trajectory that I was on in order to compete and stand out, but yet fit in at the same time. And it's really a soul's journey back to our heart. But in the meantime, it doesn't look very pretty.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, I have so many questions. Um, yeah. Firstly, with the breast implant illness, do you feel like if you hadn't been doing the competing and kind of wrecking your metabolism and your hormones in that process, you would have been fine? Like, are there some people out there who are perfectly healthy with breast implants?
1: Great question. I, first of all, I don't see perfectly healthy anywhere. <laughs> yeah, so I, you know, I, we're, we're living in, the most toxic time that we know in history. I you know eighty-five thousand toxins, um, different in every country, of course. But just because you know the UK may not make as many chemicals or toxins doesn't mean that you guys are not ex- experiencing. And, and oh, yeah, we, risk- we can
0: order some of the products from the US, like these beauty skincare can- products.
1: Sure, not just that, but what I'm referring to is the winds and the oh, ocean, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know geography and geology and uh, we're, we're winds are blowing, you know, there's hurricanes, our oceans are sick. And I'm, I'm not here to be negative. I'm just here to say that breast implants are just part of the journey for what, why women get sick. Um, but we're living in very toxic environments. So we have women getting very sick from things other than just breast implants. So what I see is that the women that come to me, they're like, can I keep my breast implants? Can you look at my labs and can I keep these implants? Can I still be healthy? And I look at their labs and I go, well, that's really up to you. I'll tell you right now what is in these breast implants. I'll tell you what I've seen. You can read my book. You can see these hamburger looking capsule (laughs) shells that your body creates around these implants to protect you from the toxicity that these things are and the identification of your body going, whoa, whoa, mama. That's not That's not normal DNA, that's not native. God did not make us with these. So I'm gonna protect you, says the immune system. And the immune system builds these hamburger looking like capsules around them so that your body can be protected from the potentiality and the likelihood which every breast implant does, they all bleed, they all rupture, they all somehow transfer these toxins. It's just a matter of time and how slow it happens depends on your body. But most women don't get their breast implants replaced every 10 years as is instructed. And most women also don't know that no breast implant manufacturer has actually ever done a full long-term study to prove that these things are safe. Never in the history of breast implants. In fact, Every breast implant manufacturer is in violation of their pre-market approvals. Every single one. And they're all filled with saline or silicone, 30 plus toxins like heavy metals and polymers and these preservatives and fillers that end up transferring themselves all throughout the body, radioactive elements. And they are, they're carcinogens, they're cancer causing They're neurotoxins. So they, Oh, well, mine didn't rupture. So I must be fine. My breasts feel fine. So that my breast, my breast implants must be fine and intact. But I'll tell you right now, what I see coming out of women's bodies, their boogers, their butts, and you know, their stool is silicone looking materials that are not stool. So, yep. And it was happening with me. I put all of it in my book. So Every woman, these capsules is evidence of an autoimmune reaction to a foreign object that is non-self. So by definition, it's my belief that every single woman who gets breast implants has some kind of an autoimmune reaction that creates some kind of an an immune system issue, some gut dysfunction. Our, Our immune system lives in the gut. So I see constantly that there are, there are a lot of gut dysbiosis, lots of bad gut bugs and leaky gut. So it's just a matter of time. And the thing is that I like to impress upon women too, is that you can still have beautiful breasts without breast implants, And that's what my book and my movement's all about.
0: And obviously if you already know you're prone to autoimmune, if you've got a diagnosis or a strong family history of psoriasis or celiac disease, rheumatoid arthritis, um, we'd have to think of like this toxic bucket. I don't know if you... Like give the same analogy, but it's already going to be pretty full up because you've got the genetic predisposition. Plus, we live in such a toxic world, so no wonder that it's happening faster and faster these days that people are getting sicker. Plus, if they're also doing things like the botox and fillers and using conventional skincare and makeup products, then it's just a recipe for disaster, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and and that's. That's also, so I I do a lot of these interviews and talk about a wide spectrum of things that make us sick. And I always say that it's, there's, there's four things that make us feel like shit. There's, there's shit is what makes us feel like shit. And that's stress, hormone imbalance, infections, and toxicity. So I hear the psychology of a lot of women start to go, well, I don't have breast implants. I eat organic food. I work out. Um, So I'm fine. And then they forget about Botox, they forget about fillers, they forget about you know these cosmetics, these personal care products, um, these perfumes, these um, you know the the things that we use to clean our household items and detergents and uh, mold. We're we're literally surrounded by these things. And again, not to not to scare anybody, but mm. just because you don't have breast implants doesn't mean that you're not practicing toxic beauty in some way. And the biggest sign that we are um, in some way. Toxic is in our own mind, believing that we're not whole, beautiful, and perfect the way that we are, and that's ninety six percent. I did a um, uh, an event in two thousand nineteen that was called the Non Toxic Beauty Summit, and it was attended by over thirty five thousand people, and I had over twenty five guest speakers. And what I found in that is that it was very daunting. The statistic is that ninety six percent of women did not think that they were beautiful. That's so sad. That's a that's ninety six percent. Um, it's like looking at a flower and going, "That's ugly. That that needs to be, you know, cut, and taped back together, and uh, artificially dyed. Uh, it needs to have something next to it to complement it. it. It needs uh, something to be sprayed on it so it's held in this perfect plastic way. Um, it's a rejection of God." It's really a rejection of God's innate intelligence, wisdom, and in creating us. And um, it's rejection of self. It's a betrayal of self. It's abandon of self. And as long as that mindset prevails, then we'll keep making toxic choices from that toxic level of thinking, right? And I also found that half of the women, approximately half of the women that I interviewed that were holistic beauty experts and aestheticians, um. I was asking them, you know, what are the things that you're using in your clinic for non-toxic beauty procedures and recommendations and products? And, um, they're like, oh, you know, we use Botox and I went, wait, <laughs> hold on. So you can imagine Vivian, I, I don't hold back.
0: Yes. I would love I'm to like, apply, watch that that scene go down
1: yeah, right because i'm kind of like it's just i i wear my emotions and my thoughts on my my face and my sleeve and i and i'm like wait hold on there must be like it's this
0: natural like bacteria botulism it
1: comes from yeah nature. yeah well that's what people are programmed so it's not all their fault right like it's we can't do better unless we know better unless the truth is truly illuminated right so that's what i've been doing with this movement is that we were programmed by Western medicine that it's just, Oh, it's just this bacteria. It's naturally occurring. Sure. It's naturally occurring, but so too is heroin. But does that mean, does that mean that you go, you know, snort it because it's natural. Like we have to be careful with the slippery slope of the definition of natural. It doesn't mean it's good for you. It just means maybe that it's, you know, natural, maybe it's not synthetic, but not, most of the time. Now this natural stuff is, is also, um, uh, ambiguous gray area. So botula, I was, I, I found that a lot of these women were not only using Botox and fillers on their face, but they were also recommending it to patients. And I, and I thought, wait, we have a lot of work to do here. Then I found out through my research that Botox botulinum, um, it is actually bacteria that was used to kill several, you know, thousands of members in the troops in the Gulf war created. Gulf war syndrome is the most toxic substance known to man and women. And travels from its point of injection site to other organs and areas of the body and paralyzes it. So, if you can imagine you're looking to freeze your wrinkles, but now imagine that if you look at the black box warning of Botox, it does say it travels from the injection site, it will move to your heart and paralyze your heart. It will move to your kidneys and paralyze your kidneys. It will move to your colon paralyze your colon, it will move to your lungs and paralyze your lungs such that now you can't breathe. And I'm not saying that this is going to be as the case with everybody, but it's a toxin bucket thing. Like you said, Vivian, it starts to accumulate. And we've now been seeing several deaths, lots of autoimmune disease, lots of suicide. I've seen it all behind the scenes of um, people who have extreme reactions to these things. And just because you don't have a reaction now, doesn't mean that it's not uh, accumulating in your body. Uh, It's a ticking time bomb of, of accumulated toxins. And these are things that are not taught to the injectors. The injectors are taught that it stays right in the point of injection site and does not move. And that's and why that's people,
0: Yeah, that's where people go for it. Another one is the yep. fillers. Um, they say, oh, it's just hyaluronic acid. It's what our body produces on its own. But it, it's not just that in there. Is there. I, I don't know the exact ingredients list, but it's like with medication. When people go on the birth control pill, they don't get told the whole list of potential side effects. And that is another one that's like, a huge laundry list of different problems that you can run into. Um. So, yeah. if only the nurses or practitioners who are injecting these things into our faces told us, I'm sure that a lot of people would be put off by that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's the hard part. There is that what
0: wins. a huge, wins? huge money making thing. Now it's like just yeah. only increases, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's it's logic isn't winning right now. Uh, emotions are. And what's the emotion? What is the deepest emotion that is programmed into us that gets us to want to purchase these literal war poisons? I mean, they are literally war poisons. They're, they're used to kill people in war. How they end up in our face mm. and how we're not questioning this baffles me. It's a level of cognitive dissonance that we need to wake up from. And most people will not wake up until they have been severely injured by these poisons. And then they may look back and go, I'm not going to do that again. And, and it's it's okay. Everybody's path and journey is different. But for the people who want to hear what I'm saying and what we're talking about here, and thank you, Vivian, for making this an important topic, is that there are other ways that you can build your beauty naturally without these war poisons. Because over time, you actually look more ugly and old by using these things and, and that is evidence uh evident all over hollywood i mean look at these people who've been using these fillers they're and all looking the same don't they they look the same and they look frozen and they look uh f- massively filled up like a circus act um and i'm not gonna hold back from how the there it's it's i coined a term called beauty dysmorphia people literally cannot see how filled up these fillers are accumulating. These fillers, they don't leave the body in many cases. They say that they do over 12 months, but they don't. And, and there's they've been doing MRIs. There's an Australian doctor who's been you know really whistleblowing this and done, has done work with doctors to show MRIs where the fillers that were injected here and maybe in the cheeks travel to other parts of the body and they end up causing other mass growth. And so then they end up using... You know the the hyaluronidase enzyme to break it down. And that hyaluronidase enzyme breaks not just the fillers down, but it also breaks down other parts of the body like connective tissue, muscle, bones, and then they get deflated in these areas. And many people are getting very injured. None of this stuff is approved either, Vivian. Mm-hmm. Not one filler has been approved and uh, followed for long term use and safety. Not one. Not one and 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 they all contain you know, these very toxic ingredients that are unknown to the body. We don't know if they're the ones that are um, the more permanent ones. You know, a lot of people are going to these parties and having injections done, and they're getting botched. They're getting massively botched and and they're wondering, you know, why didn't I know about this? It's because there's not enough people talking about it. But the deepest, deepest issue here is not logic and what we're saying. It's the deepest issue is the lack of emotional self-love. It's self-love deficit disorder and we all have been programmed to believe it because it's very profitable for the industry.
0: And how do we start to work on that? And would you would you say that as you get physically healthier, so as you start to reduce your toxic load and eat more organic and be mindful of mold and stress and all of those things that can um, hinder block our beauty as you call them do you feel like we just become less inclined to think that way as we get healthier like our brain is more clear because I think I've definitely felt that way over time like I've never really Really? I've been on my health journey for a long time in my late teens early 20s kind of the time where a lot of people start to get into all of that stuff Um, Mm -hmm. and I've just really like gone the other way but I think it's because I've been focusing on my physical body and trying to regain my health and I know now that what you put on your skin what you feed your body with it all makes a, a massive difference so I'm just wondering is as someone gets healthier physically does the mindset and the thoughts surrounding beauty and body image does that improve
1: Good question. It's it's always multifactorial, right? Like like I always say, it's it's the shit. It's it's the stress of emotional, mental, physical, spiritual. You know, whatever imbalances that we're experiencing there. Um, it, it's the 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 also transgenerational trauma. Um, you know, our our ancestors before us that how did they define beauty? I believe all of that lives within deep within our hearts and our cells, And I think that the more that we do detox our body and detox our mind, um, the more that we can get into the the true innate wisdom and, and intelligence. I know that might sound fluffy and woo woo for everybody right now. And it, and, it, and it does until you really start to unravel all of this. I'm on a journey just like you, you know, I'm on a journey just like everybody else. I'm, I post on Instagram. I see the pressure. Um, I see the ads, it's a layered thing. So it's, it's the stress of um, the the mental tethers and the, the um, it's a psychological mind trap, really. Whenever we expose ourselves to, um, you know, beauty ads or watching television, uh, the, the um, it's, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this term, but the MK ultra it's, you can look this up i mean there's psychological warfare out there and they use hollywood celebrities and models as this image of what we're supposed to look like the more that we idealize them pedestalize them follow them and and project this god or goddess like image onto them the 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 more that we are continuing to stay enslaved to i am not beautiful the way that i am and and if i think our brains also get it's addicted as a slippery slope to say vivian i think it's just conditioned you know we get conditioned chemically to these chemicals the the dopamine deficiency the serotonin deficiencies uh we get addicted to um or just used to a uh, cortisol adrenaline rush of um of not of the abandonment of not embracing ourselves of who we are and it becomes our normal and it becomes what what we are um, what we seek out more of because it's familiar, right? It's normal. So I would say the first thing is this question, what you consume of the mind, right? So who are the people that you surround yourself with? I mean, what are your friends doing? Are they doing Botox parties? Or do they have breast implants? Are they constantly craving attention and, um, and never really able to be present where they are and sit with you and, connect from a heart level and an eye and a soul level. Most of these people are putting masks on. um, And so who are you surrounding yourself by? You know, that's, that's a big one. Um, Look at your mother, how she, how you were conditioned to be raised. Question that. Heal your mother wound. That's a big one. Um, What are you consuming? What are you following on social media? What are you consuming on television, uh, movies? I don't watch any of those things i haven't watched movies and uh tv shows for 12 years so i believe that's a big part of um what is c- because that conditions your mind they put it they put images in your mind and that's what you go crave so that's the biggest part of this it's the instagram there's like a a, a movie you guys can go watch i think it's on netflix it's like the instagram likes for instagram but likes i can't remember Well yeah, we can put in the link below mm, I'll find it. um Yeah. And you can see like these women who are these fake butts, everything is fat transfer, everything is BBLs. And these women are doing this just because they need to compete. So that is your ego needing to compete and to compare. We have a lot of work to do there and a lot of work to do with our inner child. um, Because every time you're doing making any choice of toxic beauty, you're essentially spraying your beautiful inner child in the face and saying, you are ugly.
0: And if there is not. anyone who is a parent listening, obviously we want to be the role model and do that yes. work ourselves. But is there anything else? Because I'm guessing if someone has a teenage daughter right now and they're listening, they're not just going to be able to like take their phones off them, stop them from going on Instagram. So is there anything else that they could do?
1: Yeah, if that's to, a, to it, it's, it's, it's so tough. And this is where I, I'm I'm going to admit, of course, I'm not a parent. So I I can be, I'm not experience as a parent, I can be empathetic as a, a leader to many of my patients who are parents, right? Um, there is a massive pressure to, to to belong to community. And that's what social media is. All I can say is if I were a parent, I, I know it's not a possibility for everybody, but I, I would homeschool I would take them away from, um, what I believe is the demonic matrix of social media constructs that are stealing you. And I believe this is the child trafficking. This is the kidnapping. This is the, the robbing of innocence of your children. And I I can't say any other way. I just can't. Um, it's, you know, is there a middle ground maybe, maybe, but it's a very slippery slope and if you can be, this is the hard thing is I see so many parents who are beautiful and pure and they go to church, but their kids are still getting hijacked into this matrix that is programming their minds constantly with these hashtags and these influencers and the constant advertising to go buy these toxic beauty things. I mean, there is another industry that of course is beautifully blossoming with a natural beauty and non-toxic beauty. Um, but it still can be focused on, you know, these, um, let's overlay a, uh, a polished look, right? Like a filter and, I have that temptation too. I'm like, "Oh, I got wrinkles under my eyes because when I did botox, I had such bad reactions that I now have wrinkles under my eyes that I didn't before because I was itching so badly until I bled for 6 months and it felt like there were things crawling under my skin and I was constantly being attacked and I was tormented and I never want anybody to feel this." Um, so those are the things that I see now and I go, "I don't I don't think that there is a medium with this social media i think that parents you can be a good example you can be the best example in the world but then you have this demonic force that's pulling your kids into a toxic tunnel of tyranny and toxic beauty and this is this is getting getting back to god's place is getting back to nature and the imperfections of ourselves and the parents and if you're a parent out there if you have breast implants, if you're using toxic beauty, if you're using a lot of makeup on your face to, to, I wouldn't say, you know, if you're illuminating your features, yes, let's make, you know, let's have some fun. But if you're hiding out of shame, you are spiritually transferring that, that, that belief system to your child. They're, they're watching everything that you do. So it does start with you. And, I believe that we are at a tipping point now. I believe we are beyond the tipping point. Um, so yeah, that's where I stand right now, Vivian. Mm. It's There's other ways to build your beauty too, and we can get into that as well. Definitely.
0: Do you love coffee, but have been told it's bad and needs to be avoided if you're struggling with hormone imbalances like acne, PMS, and period problems? Honestly, most coffee out there should be avoided because the majority are contaminated with things like mold and pesticides which can drive inflammation and those feelings like anxiousness and jitteriness after drinking. But what if I told you there was a coffee option that tastes great, is organic and mold free, and also provides healing properties from reishi mushroom spores. Enter Organo King Coffee, my latest obsession. I didn't drink it for years because it would always wreck my sleep and leave me feeling like an anxious mess. But King Coffee does the exact opposite. Don't worry, it's not one of those fake coffee alternatives made from herbs, and if you've tried other mushroom coffee brands out there, I promise this one actually tastes good and is way better and provides so many more health benefits. If you haven't already heard of the benefits of Reishi Mushroom or Ganoderma, then let me give you a quick overview. It's known as the king of medicinal mushroom family due to its superpowers such as supporting healthy immune balance and being an adrenal adaptogen. This means if your immune system is overactive due to autoimmunity or suppressed because of things like chronic infections, and you're not really sure if your cortisol levels are high or low, the can help to balance things out and it promotes homeostasis within the body. It's also antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, pretty much everything that we want from a product. Because of its potency, I'd recommend starting slowly if you're someone who's struggling with more complex chronic health issues or is sensitive. If you're thinking, why can't I just take a reishi mushroom supplement? Good question. Organo use a patented process to gently crack the inner and outer shell, offering 99% bioavailability of the reishi mushroom spores. I also explain this as being like the differences with probiotics. The regular lactobacillus, bifidobacterium options that we can all buy readily in health food shops have some benefit, but nowhere near as much as the spore based probiotics that I use all the time with clients wanting to give organo King coffee a try for yourself visit vivanaturalhealth.myorganogold.com. this will all be spelled out and linked in the episode show notes and also my bio link on Instagram I really hope you love it as much as I do but now let's get back to the show and they might the the children especially young girls might not like you in the moment if you start to bring up some of this stuff on maybe yeah. like um more careful what movies they're watching when they're in your car but they will probably like appreciate it and love you for it in the long run like having that example
1: yeah i i hope i hope to plant seeds here and i'm also not here to make friends i'm here to help you be a better friend for yourself and you know, a lot of people, when they hear me talk, they're like, I had no idea that the symptoms I was experiencing could have been from breast implants, could have been from Botox, could have even been just from, you know, using toxic makeup that, you know, the average woman puts on five pounds of lead on her lips every year because of the toxic makeup that 95% of lipsticks have contain lead. And, you know, lead is, is a terrible toxin that ends up, you know, accumulating in our brains and our bones. And then we wonder why we feel so crappy and we go to the doctor and then, of course, Western medicine, which has of course, duplicated itself all around the world says, well, let's run a blood test and we'll figure out what's going on with you. No, you're not. It's, there's no root cause analysis in blood testing. It might show deficiency in a certain um, hormone or, you know, maybe a vitamin and they'll give you the deficiency for that. But no one is asking the question of Western medicine, why are you deficient? Which is in the soil and that's in your soul. That's in your gut that's in what is blocking you from having, you know, these vitamins and nutrients that you need. Sure. It's an organic diet that can help sure drinking distilled water and adding minerals back, which is my favorite type of water. Um, not drinking out of plastic, all of those things can help. And I have hundreds of things that I'll give to your audience, you know, as far as the checklist that you guys can look at, but the bigger things are this, the, the reason why our beauty is diminishing so quickly we're aging quickly. Um, our immune system is struggling uh our energy is is depleting i always say it's broken brain weight gain energy drain and body pain you'll end up on the symptom train and it's because of the shit i talked about earlier but specifically toxins and um those toxins will block the cell wall door where your good stuff gets in so you can take all of the vitamins and nutrients and hormones and minerals But as long as your body is toxic, those good things can't get in and activate and illuminate your naturally produced beauty, energy, vitality, and immunity. You know, 90% of our energy comes from ATP production, which is cellular mitochondria, right? And 88% of the population is metabolically inflexible, which means their cells are extremely inflamed and unhealthy, which means good stuff can't get in. That's nine out of 10 people, right? Blood sugar dysregulation and everybody's tired. So then wh- what happens when we're tired? We look tired, right? Then we got bags under our eyes and things are just like, they're sagging and our skin sagging. We're like, oh, just take some collagen. The logic in what I'm hoping to bring he- to you and-, and everybody listening here is it's not just about taking A lot more and spending more on all of these supplements and more collagen and more injections and more fillers and more, you know, beauty treatments and more medical devices. It's less of the things that are draining your beauty and your energy. So if you have more energy, then you look more beautiful and you have more light and you have more clarity and you have more confidence and you sleep better and you get your beauty rest, right? So if we could actually heal your roots at the root level, which is not blood testing. It's looking at the toxins in your body. It's looking at infections that are literally eating your nutrients, like parasites specifically eat your iron. And when you're, when parasites eat your iron, well, no wonder why you have hair loss. No wonder why you have hormonal imbalances, right? No wonder why you're exhausted. So we got to get rid of those parasites. And if you have a pulse, you have a parasite. So this has become an epidemic as well. So if we get rid of the toxins if we get rid of the parasites, your body's like, thank God now all the bad shit's out of the way. So I can build my own beauty, energy, and immunity. And you could look at yourself in the mirror and go, whoa, I didn't need all that toxic crap. I just needed to undo the things that were blocking me from building my own and just get out of, out of our own body's way and, and and really empower and ignite what God gave us inside. It's, which it's is the so ability.
0: True. And my my biggest symptom, I had so I had mold illness, I had Lyme. So I had a million Ah. and one different symptoms, but the most annoying one for me was my skin with acne. I I had severe brain fog. I had seizures at one point, but to me the acne was the the one thing that I hated the most. It was the most stubborn. And yeah, for me, the parasite cleanse and detoxing, instead of trying to find the next supplement, the next cream, it was removing the toxin that just let my skin shine and clear with minimal effort, actually topically. I'm probably on the least topical products I've ever been on. And my skin is the best. And I remember my brother was actually um, doing the, a parasite cleanse the other, like I think last year. And he came to my um, my apartment one day and his skin was absolutely glowing. And he didn't really have any skin issues to begin with, but he just looked like airbrushed, like flawless. His skin was like radiant. He looked like he he was tanned. And it was, it was just a parasite cleanse. Like a few weeks into that, he had like the most perfect skin ever. Um, and he obviously felt better in so many other ways too. That's,
1: that is another thing is I, I was just like you, Vivian. I had cystic acne when I was 17, 18. I tried the birth control. Um, I got gained like fifteen pounds and I was super hormonal and I had terrible periods and birth control is so toxic. Talk about I was about gonna like ask a- the
0: connection because I know that hormones is one of the um the blocks beauty blockers. So I was gonna ask how the birth yeah. control pill um also affects maybe our perceptions on beauty and obviously affects our mate selection it's showing now. Um yeah. so yeah it definitely influences um our mental health but yeah what is the hormone connection with our beauty?
1: Yeah. Yeah I mean I'd say f- Hormones are not the root cause. They're the reaction to the root cause, right? So, hormonal imbalances are the symptom, not the issue. So, you can't fix a symptom with a solution that doesn't address the root cause unless you want to be on the toxic treadmill of treatments for the rest of your life and take tons more pills and wonder why. The things that you're trying and doing and all the doctor visits and all the prescriptions and all the 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 labs are not getting you where you want to be. Like you might feel better, but you're not going to get all the way there. And I mean, what is all the way? I mean, <laughs> that's another hard thing too. Is never like,
0: no, you know, it's never <laughs> ending.
1: And that, that's the other thing to accept is that you don't just arrive one day and you're like, okay, I'm healthy. That's it. I'm done. You no, know, no, this is, this is a lifestyle. It's ABC. It's always be cleansing. We're living in like I said, a very stressful time and a very toxic time. So it's knowing about how to maintain that and how to reduce your toxic burden, your stress burden, um, maintain a life where you're, you know, you're doing quarterly parasite cleanses. And these are the things that I teach, um, so that it doesn't take you over and it doesn't, it's not complicated. It just, it just is new, right? So that's what I like to help people is have these levels of maintenance. So they don't have to keep going to the doctor and getting more birth control. So Birth control is, I believe it is truly a, um, in the next, by by 2037, it's said to be that we're said to be infertile as a species. So birth control has become a depopulation Mm -hmm. device so to have all of these toxins uh atrazine is another one of them that converts male frogs to female frogs and i'm now seeing this in every urinary analysis i run on patients all around the world same thing with glyphosate
0: and what do we Excellent. find atrazine in
1: uh water specifically yeah. mostly water so i say drink distilled water uh you can go to my podcast and listen to you know, my cleansehealingnight.com and listen to several different episodes i talk about these things and the things that you guys might hear like, whoa, that's new to me, but it's really simple when you just apply it. It's just, you know, one little thing at a time and it covers a lot of ground. People think they, you know, purify their water, um, you know, with Britas and the Pures and, you know, Berkey's and, uh, it doesn't all the way get rid of these radioactive elements and especially small nanoparticles like prescriptions, like birth control, birth control is tiny and we can't filter that out. And at the utility utility level, um, so you might see water reports say, oh, it's clean from all these things that are generally recognized as safe. Um, but if you go to EWG in America, anyway, ewg.org forward slash tap water, put your zip code and you can see just how many toxins that are in your water and they're not filtering it out for you, but they're not going to show you the birth controls in the water. Neither has ben- benzodiazepines and all these mood altering medications that can't get filtered out because they're so tiny. So we're drinking all of these things in our water, our body's 70% water. We're eating the foods that are, um, you know, we're thinking about farms and organic, they're not using distilled and purified water to, to water the plants. It's the same toxic water, you know, and the same toxic air is landing on these plants. And then we have animals that we eat that are eating, you know, these, these vegetables that are all contaminated. So I, I make it practical when I talk that we, I believe everybody every day needs to be on four different things. One thing is a uh, a binder of sorts, one that has like fulvic and humic acid that actually gives you minerals because m- hormones are made of minerals. And the majority of the population is extremely deficient in minerals because these toxins, like I mentioned, they will prevent um, minerals from going into the cells and doing their job. So we've got to get the toxins out so the minerals can get in, but you also got to remineralize. So I recommend having some kind of a binder that binds the toxins and then contributes healthy minerals. It's a dual action. Activated charcoal is not going to do it. It doesn't add minerals back. Um, The, you know, zeolites are great. Fulvic humic acid's great. I recommend a company called CellCore, and I, that's the supplements I use in the, this, uh, the Parasite Full Moon Challenge. And I'll give you guys an invitation to that if you want to join. But it takes the bad stuff out and adds good stuff back in. That's a good binder. A lot of them are not that way. So, you Mm -hmm. know, people will do things like, um, like I mentioned, the activated charcoal, I think, oh, that's a binder and I'm good, but actually it strips your body of minerals. So yeah,
0: that's when distra- they It's like point. a dead, a dead binder, whereas the, yeah. the like biotoxin binder or whatever is like a, a living life and it's actually going to heal yeah. you at the same time.
1: Exactly. And, and, and you're, and these minerals are what builds your beauty, energy, immunity as well. So it, it's, it's, it's multifactorial. You don't have to take five different things for your beauty building, five different things for your energy, five different things for your immune system, five different, like, and all of a sudden you're like, I have 30, 30- supplements and I don't know which one I'm supposed to take. So, um, that's not very natural, is it?
0: We want to
1: do as minimal things as possible. Exactly. So getting back to basics and simple and the deepest roots where you heal your gut, then you can heal everything at the same time. You don't have to chase all these different symptoms and lab test deficiencies and, you know, blood tests and doctor to doctor hopping. It can be very simple. Um, so bringing it back to holistic and basic is what I'm all about. So, um, A binder of some sort, and then having something that activates cellular energy, which was like ATP production, mitochondria. So that's another one that I recommend. Um, A third one that I recommend is something to support drainage, making sure that your body's able to take the trash out. Most people are constipated these days. Most people aren't sweating these days. 75% of the population is overweight or obese. This means that we're filled with toxins, it doesn't mean we're just overweight uh, randomly it means that your body is holding on to and hoarding toxins that are making you sick and causing you to suffer and have sickness of all different kinds. So we've got to make sure that if you are asking toxins to leave, they have the, the open exit doors to leave, right? So that's another one is supporting your kidneys, your liver, uh, your bile flow. Um, with women, 75% of women over the age of 40 have stagnant bile flow. That's a pretty significant number, which means that that toxins are stuck, infections are stuck, Epstein Barr is stuck, parasites are stuck. You can't get rid of these things. You can't just take an antiviral if your bile flow is stagnant and can't, you know, exit these things out of your body. So that's the third thing I recommend: is something daily to support drainage. And then the last one would be, you know, making sure that you are supporting the body with just some of the basics that it might need, like the B vitamins, the um, the multi. Um, because we are, our, our food is absolutely deficient in nutrients and the, the ebook that you guys will get for um, the free module I'm going to give you, um, will help you see that, you know, how our foods just are so deficient these days with the minerals and the vitamins and nutrients that you used to have. It takes like five oranges to get the same nutrient value of one orange in like the 1950s. And I could say the same thing for broccoli and, and all these different foods that we used to say food is medicine, but not anymore. And it's unfortunate.
0: And it is true that our bodies can detox themselves, but that is in like a very controlled setting. It's not in the real world where we're bombarded by these 85,000 different toxins. So we do need to give our bodies extra support um, with the liver support, gallbladder support. And I bet that statistic that you had with the women with the gallbladder issues I can bet money that most of them have been on the birth control pill at some point. Yes.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I forgot to mention that. So oh, birth control. Um <laughs> if you've it's kind of like if you've been on birth control but didn't focus on really optimizing and rebalancing your hormones after, then they're not they haven't bounced back on their own. They don't just bounce back. Same thing with breast implants. You know, you get breast implants out and there's work we've got to do to detox because a lot of these toxins end up in your lymphatic system, they end up stagnant and they, they did did a study on silicone uh, specifically and just like plastic BPA that I see on everybody's blood tests or or urine tests. Now everybody has BPA plastic, no matter if you're like, I don't drink out of plastic. We all buy food that's contained in plastic, right? So BPA is a xenoestrogen. It blocks your own um, estrogen from getting in. It causes cancer. Uh, We wonder why we have cancer. There's no race for the cure there's no there's no cure there's never going to be a cure they're not going to save you we save ourselves by detoxing our body and and reducing what we're exposed to but just like bpa plastic which takes thousands of years to biodegrade and that's without effort just that's how long it takes and you know look at the the uh, texas size probably bigger than that now um plastic landfill in the middle of the pacific Ocean. you know i say that's mother earth that's her breast implants you know she's got Mm -hmm. just it's not going anywhere. Animals are absorbing it, the, killing the coral, killing the the the, the turtles. But um, it's killing us, and that's why even now, when you're consuming salt, like sea salt, all of it has high levels of BPA in it because it's everywhere. So we all need to be detoxing because nothing is pure anymore. And silicone is just like BPA. It takes hundreds of years to, to degrade it's, it's inert, which means it doesn't just break down on its own. So when you get your implants out, you've also got to do some work to go back in and irrigate your body, pull the toxins out from where they've been stored in your brain, your organs, your tissues. I I see a lot of women getting more sick even after explant because they don't detox after. And then, um, with, uh, you did, you do, I don't think you said you did Accutane. Did you do Vivian? You've heard of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: I stayed away from that. I think I just knew intuitively that it was gonna make things a whole lot worse.
1: You dodged a bullet, sister. I didn't. I took two I did the birth control,
0: and that two okay, years yeah. of that messed me up. So I right? <laughs> I wasn't gonna right? risk it.
1: Yeah. That and that's smart. I I did like eight years of Depo Provera shots, which is progesterone injections. I didn't have a period for eight years, and I thought that was really cool, but I've definitely screwed up my hormones and you know, there's things we can still do to bounce back, so there's hope, you guys. But just it takes some effort. We can't just your body won't just bounce back. We got to give it some extra love. So I did Accutane twice. Didn't realize until two years ago that, um, and I did for my cystic acne. I tried everything before that, and I was 18. Nothing worked all the way anyway. All the doxycycline, tetracycline, the topicals, this is the pills, and uh, yeah, Accutane worked. But then I found out later on that Accutane is actually chemo that they use on pancreatic cancer patients. It is one of the most toxic medications that there are. There's a reason why there's another black box warning on that many different uh, lawsuits and people who take it end up um, extremely sick for a long period. And I'm one of them. So talk about having a poor immune function, autoimmune disease propensity and, um, you know, your your body peels from the inside out, it's really difficult to bring yourself back from that. And so I want people to know that because doctors are microdosing, microdose prescribing Accutane now. And I'll tell you right now, the root cause of Accutane, or I'm sorry, um, acne. It's the shit, mm-hmm. but it is in fact, parasites that create cysts. Like pockets where a lot of these things are stored, like parasites hoard heavy metals, mold, which release mycotoxins. Um, parasites hold on to bacteria, viruses, um, funguses, lime, um, radioactive elements, uh, forever chemicals. They are literally the hoarders of all of these things and they end up creating pockets of cysts and fibroids, fibrocystic breasts, fibrocystic acne, cystic mm. acne when we get rid of that, and I wish I knew that we can get rid of the true source of why we have all of these, you know, even cancers too. Uh, if you look at this page that I'll share with you guys in your audience, a big thing what we're finding now is a big cause of cancer is parasites because they are the, the carriers of all of these toxic waste products and uh, they mutate our genes. And it's just, I can go on and on and on and on, but it it's a nightmare when we think that okay, we're going to fix this one problem with the drug when really we're being gaslit and taught to look over there when really the problem is over here and we have the power to heal, but that's not profitable. However, if you take matters in your own hand, this can all come back and this is how we heal together.
0: That's why I felt so good after a parasite cleanse. After years of mold exposure and toxins and that's why I, without any focus on it, I lost 40 pounds of weight. So I was just overweight. Right. I couldn't lose it. It wouldn't budge. And I'm eating pretty much. I have pictures before and after on my Instagram for a visual, but I look like a different person. And everyone's like, what diet did you do? What exercise regime are you on? And it was it was just detoxing. And the weight yes. just naturally shed without me like hyper-focusing on it. I just say, as you get healthier and your body feels safe, and you're detoxing properly the weight will just normalize on its own a lot of the time
1: that's it you guys it's not hard it, it's it's just different mm-hmm. it, it, it and i know we all want to stay like in our here's what here's what's mainstream and what we hear is mainstream must be fine because everybody's doing it and they're alive and they're not dead which means it's probably safe and fine not necessarily because i believe that you know at least 75 percent of the population is the walking dead you know, we're, 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 we got our heads down. We're not connected to our hearts. We're numbing out. We're slathering toxins all over our bodies. Um, we've got to change this and it's gotta, it's gotta change now. And, and, and the natural beauty and, and true energy and healing is trending again. I promise you it's just not mainstream because they're burying the truth, but there's people like Vivian who have shows like this. And then there's me talking about this. This is the path back you know, to, to true beauty. It it really is. And I promise you, even years and years, I, I look back at my body and I look back at my face and how swollen I was and how bloated I was and how I had eczema. I had, um, rosacea, acne, um, rashes all over my body. I was inflamed and all I was doing was battling inflammation. I was just like, you know, like you said, people were like, well, what are you doing? And I'm, what are you doing to, to be healthy? And I'm like, well, right now I'm not, I might look healthy ish on the outside, but I go to the gym and I just found that I was just, I was just managing inflammation. I was just maintaining it. So it wasn't getting worse while the arsonist lived inside of me and the arsonists were the breast implants. The arsonist was truly deep down my shame that I wasn't beautiful the way I was, um, that, that people wouldn't accept me unless I shifted and cut myself open. And we all have this, I, I, that is the, the, the beauty bully within and, I was going to the gym to manage inflammation. I was 150 pounds. I couldn't budge that. And I was doing all the obsessive things. I was in the sauna all the time, doing coffee enemas constantly, castor oil packs, um, going to to yoga, taking 15 supplements a day. I was obsessed and I was just maintaining. And I went, this is absolutely insane. And then one day I went and got a quote for button, button plants. And I went $30,000 to put these in. Why is my butt, not round my why is my back flat my back's flat because I have five pounds of toxic beauty breast implants these flotation devices pulling my spine forward rolling my shoulders forward and I couldn't squat low because I didn't have a straight healthy spine so the logic kicked in and God came in and said Diane if you remove your breast implants your spine's gonna go straight you could squat lower and you'll have a a round butt again and you'll be proportionate spend fifteen thousand dollars getting your breast implants out clean out your body watch what'll happen I threw out the $30,000 quote and I said, F that. (laughs) Um, I I said, hello to $15,000 spending on my, uh, removing my breast implants, wrote a book about it, taught women how to save $5,000 on getting insurance to cover the explant because they are the fraudulent ones that are prescribing these flotation devices that have never been approved for safety and um, lost 15 pounds, lost five pounds of fat. Now I'm 135 pounds and I'm looking younger every single year. I look back five years ago and I go, who the literal hell was
0: I? <laughs> <laughs> I want to give you a round of applause. I don't want to deafen people with the claps, but that yeah. deserves a round of applause. That is amazing. And I'm like smiling. I have <laughs> kind of a grin, a huge grin. And I'm sure that you do as well. And this is why you're so passionate because you've seen the light, so to speak. You have that message from God and it's just kind of put you on your path to help other people. And I just hope even if one person listening to this episode starts to have a a small shift and it it will take time like you said to undo rewire this generational even um belief that we've had ingrained into us that we should look a certain way behave certain way it it will take time but i hope that yeah it's given someone a little bit of a nudge in the other direction you've given us so many resources Mm. and they'll all be linked in the show notes um, from what you said and i love what you said before we even started recording is that you don't want to just give us all of this scary information with no help but i think you've given us so many different recommendations um the supplements the options for parasite cleansing your books your docu series, so many things and yeah i just want to thank you practitioner a practitioner for all that you do um, and spreading the word on this and being on the podcast today but before i let you go have you got time to answer three little questions sure fun ones so the first one is what's something that you're into lately so it could be something related to the health scene something completely random something that you're researching
1: yeah oh. touched myself for a moment mm-hmm. uh you know this this life this journey like i mentioned earlier there's a moment where you think you made it and then there's another moment where you realize I let myself fall again, so I can catch myself. And lately, you know, with tears in my eyes, because I'm one of you, I'm one of all of you. I am working through recovering from a uh, pretty toxic relationship mm-hmm. where I let myself um, get swooned in by a narcissist. And there's this this term that's being thrown around a lot, right? Lately, a lot of people are losing themselves in this self-love deficit and finding um, solace in another person seeing us or giving us attention and therefore we feel alive. And that's been me the last couple of years since COVID hit. uh, A lot of loneliness for me. Mm -hmm. I work from home, Mm -hmm. have been for eight years. So this is my own journey. And I'm saying this, you know, vulnerably with everybody so that you realize that you're not alone. And I talk about these things um, because this is a part of what we're all transcending together. So I'm pretty, I am working through some, you know, childhood things, like I mentioned, my uh, not feeling lovable, not feeling seen, doing some EMDR. I've done a lot of inner child work and um, shadow work, But at this depth, not so much, I lost myself in my last relationship. And it was, it's scary when you do that and you realize that you've lost a part of yourself and for what, Mm -hmm. so um, I'm really working on that uh, codependence, codependent traps and the thoughts and the stories and the broken beliefs that I still hold deep, deep within at this really core level. And I believe that I've fallen, I've thrown myself off of this wall many times and many of us have. And this is the biggest one I've experienced myself hurtling over. So um, this has become the most popular topic that I'm seeing, you know, in the emotional development uh, space is that we're all rising from uh, playing small and dimming our light. And it really is a lot of codependence. So this I'm seeing a lot of in in our practice too. So that's like
0: lockdowns, COVID, like just mess so many people up, but the work that you're doing now, this is the hardest work. This is the the work that makes the biggest difference at the end of the day, but it's so much easier in comparison to do another detox or take a supplement, change your diet. But this is where people notice the biggest shifts, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, they go hand in hand, right? That's why I would say shit. Um, This is the stress part. And I believe that the biggest cause of depression is emotional abuse that we're receiving from someone else, and it could be ourselves. It could be that inner parental voice that we inherited, and we just became, and we're we're either rising from it or burying ourselves deeper into it. And it's it's some of the hardest work, but you're not alone. And doing it with asking other people for support surrounding yourself with people who, um, really get this stuff and, uh, cleansing your toxins and cleansing your trauma at the same time allows it to happen faster because a lot of people will go into trying to heal these emotions, but then have progesterone deficiency, um, or they'll have high levels of toxins, like, Mm. like things like cesium that are cesium is in all injectables these days in vaccines and cesium blocks our potassium and 75% of women have thyroid disease. It's not just because of a thyroid hormone deficiency. It's because of toxicity from things like this. So when you can cleanse these toxins and then you're also remineralizing and you're also addressing these and working with your hormones, it becomes this beautiful symphony and it's not linear. Like healing is hard, It's all over the place and it's not (laughs) supposed to be a plastic Barbie looking journey. So that's my big thing right now, admittedly, is I'm learning to love myself in ways that I haven't. And it's, it's refreshing, but it's, it's necessary for all of us.
0: And it's refreshing to hear you share and be so vulnerable and such an open book uh, with this journey that you're going on. And um, do you see with your, your patients as well? with the parasite cleanses, they start to cleanse the parasites in their life. I, I certainly do. Or they have these emotions come to the surface as their body is getting rid of the, the weight or the infection. They have these realizations, these epiphanies, and make these drastic life changes.
1: Yeah, parasites are such a big part of what hijacks our mind. Um, parasites can come in the form of these microscopic things, you know, 70% of parasites, you can't even see um, 30% you can, you know, 70% of prozoa, 30% might be ringworm and ropeworm and ping, pinworm and tapeworm. And 50% of kids, at least in America have these bugs. And this is what we pass, pass back and forth, not viruses, we pass parasites. And that's why we get sick from the kids coming home with, you know, but parasites can come in more than just Uh, biological form. They come in human form too. There there are, are there people in your life sucking the life out of you, depleting you of energy, making you feel worse about yourself. This is that codependent trap I'm referring to. So as above, so below, if you have parasitic people in your life, you tend to have parasites in your body too. And I see a lot of people when they lose these parasites and they see them in the toilet or do they just feel better and their gut gets better over a hundred symptoms are related to parasites. You know, go to my parasite page and you guys will see that. Every symptom is related to parasite in some way. So when they release parasites, the mind gets clear because when your parasites are eating your nutrients, that also includes a lot of these neurotransmitters that fuel the mind. Um, there's one specific parasite, uh, Toxoplasma Gandhi, that people who have cats, they have it. And these um, this specific type of parasite torments the mind. and can cause kind of like a schizophrenic sort of bipolar effect impact in the mind. Um, so that when people cleanse out these types of parasites, they feel clear in the mind. They feel like less brain fog. They feel less codependence addiction. Um, they feel more centered, clear, um, like they're coming back home, you know, and, and parasites take a while to cleanse. I always recommend people start with a good three months in a row. Uh, but yeah, getting rid of these parasites also talk about your skin looking better because they're not eating your nutrients and causing leaky gut and the birthplace of autoimmune disease. But yeah, there's a parasites are such a big connection. I I really feel, I really do feel, Vivian, that this is a big part of it right now. Um, the life force that gets depleted from us is this spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. And when I've seen people do parasite cleanses, they start coming home to their purpose. They start turning on and activating again. They start attracting the relationships that aren't sucking their life force that are life giving. They're in a higher vibrational frequency. They're, they're vibrating higher. They're illuminating more beautifully. And, um, I've seen this time and time again, that now I can say this, it's not just doing a parasite cleanse to heal your gut. It's to heal your pain, um, your emotional suffering. And, uh, and it's, it's been, I didn't, I didn't expect this, but when I started seeing, you know, thousands of people go through a parasite cleanse and and witnessing how they're attracting the things in their life that they've been dreaming for, of for years, it's like, there's something here and it's beautiful.
0: I think you've just reminded me to, to do my, I usually do an annual parasite cleanse because I did like so much detoxing and gut work. I'm like, ready. I need a little bit of a, a break. So yeah. I think I'm um, going to plan my next parasite clones <laughs> because I want some of that extra goodness. I'm I'm feeling great, but that's what we want to do. We, we don't want to wait until we're chronically sick before we do something. We want to be proactive instead of reactive. Yeah. So we both practice what we preach and we both try and stay on top of things. But sometimes life just gets in the way. We have to just. Yeah. And back bugs, are,
1: bugs are everywhere like, it used to be that we could get by with once a year and. Uh, parasite cleanses but now they're everywhere they're they're biological they've been made in labs uh they're they're a lot more prevalent now than they ever have been so it's it's and they're very active during the full moon and we're spreading these things that's why we're so sick these days so i and and look at cancer prevalence i mean we every quarter i say at least twice a year do a parasite cleanse and you don't need to do it for like seven days amazing
0: my second question is a little bit off topic but still the same health stuff um what's your go-to breakfast just for some inspiration for the people. Yeah.
1: yeah there's something that I, I developed called um the metabolic mocha <laughs> mm-hmm. and um it's an alternative to coffee and caffeine because caffeine can like spike your adrenaline and cortisol and blood sugar and then drop you and then people end up on this like train of more caffeine and more coffee and coffee is, you know, very acidic. It's very, uh, mineral depleting. It's very dehydrating. Um, and it, it, you know, sure it can help in some ways, but in other ways it can hinder. So I created this for myself because I had my own little caffeine addiction. Um, and caffeine addiction, by the way, can come from neurotransmitter deficiencies and and amino acid deficiencies as well. So you don't want to make sure that you're eating enough protein. Um, the thing that I love is starting my morning with, a high um superfood tonic the metabolic mocha um it's got over 10 different superfoods in it and and all these superfoods are things that are um endocrine supporters so what they do they're called adaptogens they help your hormones to balance what you need more or less of so instead of driving your energy up or relaxing you it, it helps you determine based on what it feeds in your and your mind your hypothalamic pituitary thyroid adrenal axis your body then gets to decide what it needs more of. So I start my morning with that and um, I have healthy fats in there, healthy, um, either, whether it's, uh, coconut MCT oil, um, you know, nut milk, nuts, different kinds of nuts. And these are omegas that are very, um, healthy for the outside of your, um, your cell. So it's, it reduces inflammation. So it's a balance of healthy proteins, healthy, um, um, fats, um, and healthy adaptogens and tonics so that your body gets what it needs. I don't start with a big breakfast. I just start with that. It's already pre-digested. You know, 70% of your energy is used to digest. And so it really can help if you start your morning with like a smoothie, or if you start your morning with like a, that kind of metabolic mocha, which tastes really good. A lot of my clients are like, are you kidding me? That was so easy to get off caffeine.
0: Cause That's I like better. dessert for breakfast.
1: <laughs> yeah. And their energy levels are like stable throughout mm-hmm. the day and they're not crashing at two o'clock and they're not craving caffeine. And then they have caffeine at two o'clock, then they can't fall asleep. And then they are on this spiral of sleep meds and then wake up with caffeine. And, and so it, I, I promise it gets easier to get off of these things. Um, but it, it's when you feel it and you can see that your, your beauty, energy and immunity all comes back at the same time, then it makes it easier to not harm yourself with that. So, so that's, that. I
0: start. Yeah. And I've just found the recipe. I was like, I got to find this. So I just did a quick (laughs) Google search. So I will include the link to that in the show notes too, because I'm sure everyone's going to want to try that one. Um, And my very last question for you, Diane, is where can people find you? So your main like social media website. And again, I'll link it. But yeah, just to anyone who wants to dive right into your offers, how can they find you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can go to my, uh, my, my name is Diane Kayser and I'm the only one out there. So it's easy to find me. Um it's uh D-I-A-N-E-K-A-Z like zebra e r. And uh I, I do a lot of um work on uh podcasts like yours. And you guys can just do some online searches and find things that um I've done a lot of things have been you know buried because they don't like the truth of what we're referring to here to come out. It's not profitable for them, but it's um practical for you. So uh you can also find me on all of my social media channels, uh Diane Kazer it, it, Everywhere that's it. Just Diane Gazer. And then what I want your audience to have is uh, I I stacked my module one uh, of the Warrior cleanse and a lot of the things that you guys may have heard me talk about today, the the blockers, I say there's there's beauty energy and immunity blockers and there's beauty energy and immunity builders. I have a list I've created that took me twelve years to uh, accumulate of here are the things that are draining you and that's that list and then there's a list of here are the things that can build you so people go well if this is not healthy what do i do instead so it's like a this not that approach i i want to give your audience you know that module with those um those checklists so you'll put your link below and if you guys want to you know join us for the parasite full moon challenge we'll put that below too um, but all the resources that you guys have are baby steps for you to encourage yourself to, to dive into, whether it's yourself or a coach, like one of us, um, don't do it alone because there's a lot to do, but at least get started on something.
0: Yeah. We can still like do the, the first steps, but there's a whole world. There's so many things that we could, um, explore, but I think, yeah, I agree. Parasites, toxins, infections, they're the, the, the common roadblocks for people with chronic illness, Um, So, yeah, thank you so much for all of this information. I've loved this episode. It's been really great just to kind of connect with another practitioner who works in a similar way by the terms of things. And I'm sure all the listeners have loved this episode as well. So, yeah, thank you, Diane, for being on the Holwells in Harmony podcast. Thanks, Vivian, for having me. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love for you to leave me a rating and review on your podcast app as this helps to support the show and it allows it to reach more people with this valuable information. Come and say hi over on Instagram, I'm at Health, and if you haven't already, check out my website, VivaNaturalHealth.co.uk for tons more free resources and to discover how I could support you further. I currently offer one-on-one consultation packages if you want my top-level support, then more affordable group programmes and self-paced online courses. So there really is something for everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you back here next week for another episode.